1: Hey there, everybody. What's up? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour episode number 138 for May 18th, 2021. I'm Steve Wichel in New Orleans.
2: Tony B, coming to you from New Jersey. What's happening?
1: You see how I wake up as soon as everything's going?
2: Yeah, I see that. Yeah, it's great.
1: If you guys saw before we hit live, I was like, uh, had my hat off, my hair was all mussy.
2: Well, that's like we were playing in the band with Zach Risby. You know, he's in Kansas now. He was playing bass and we were playing a gig and he did like two back-to-back sessions. He had like two hours sleep over the course of like four days. We were playing Texas, Arizona. And (laughs) I woke up to the bar and he's like, (sighs) I'm like, I'm like, dude, are you okay? And he's like, no. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I just don't know if I can do it, dude. He's like, I feel like I'm on the brink of passing out. And then we get up on the stage and he's like, and it was like three, four. And he's like, it came to life like and then as soon as this all was over he was like Ugh. oh man but I, he said it best he's like you know you're there to do a job when you get on stage you got to bring it
1: i agree i felt like that this weekend um we're live everybody um it is eight o'clock ish eastern time but 5 p.m central if it is not that time equivalent in your time zone you're watching the replay also if it doesn't say live then you're watching The replay. But if you are watching live right now, say hello. Tell us where you're from. Make sure you click on the link in the description to let StreamYard show your name so we know who you are. We can put you up on yeah. the screen. And
2: um, check your so, clock in case daylight savings time got away from you and you think you're watching. That was a long really time ago. Hey, dude, some people aren't, you know, some people are just getting caught up now. Let me tell you.
1: Look at the difference in skin tones here. Like you you have like a red, is that from the light? Because you have like a red. No, red-ish. that's
2: from being outside in the sun all day.
1: And I look like almost green. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I look like I just rolled up from the first day at the beach and you look like you just got locked down indoors.
1: Yeah. Which I, I was, but, but yeah, yes, good, but, but I had that feeling this weekend too. And the, and the past week, cause I but played I've three. Noticed, per-
2: Steve, that if I get closer, see, it doesn't really change.
1: It doesn't change at all. No, no. Um, I, I played another you know, three nights this weekend and by Sunday and I'm exhausted and I, I've felt this before in New Orleans playing on stage where I'm standing there and playing and I'm feeling like I could just like completely just pass out right now. Uh, Just standing up and I would fall down and my base would go. And and I I sit there while I'm playing and I wonder that, like, what would happen if I just like lost consciousness right now? And you
2: should try it one time. No, as a goof. No, just like pretend to lose consciousness and see what happens.
1: No, it would be a bad thing. I because I, I've already hurt myself way too much. No more hurting myself, and that's, no, that would certainly oh, yeah, hurt myself.
2: Yeah, you don't want to do that.
1: There's no soft drop. You know, you're falling. I'm falling in front of me onto the keyboard player or his keyboards, or I'm falling backwards onto my amp. And there's a little lip there, so I would stumble. I would the bass would hit me probably in the chin. I would probably die. So let's not have that happen. No,
2: that'd be a good promo video though if someone caught that. F- no. Fiasco happening.
1: Keith White says, "Hey, from Scranton, PA, home of Thunder Mifflin."
2: What's up, Keith White?
1: I watch The Office too much, man. Thunder oh, Mifflin. Thunder D- Mifflin. Do you watch The Office? I do not. And John Spiro says, "Hey, he's in a band called Almost You Too." It looks like okay. I nice see that. Um, the Office is the best, one of the best sitcoms ever. I when I first broke my arm, and I was kind of sort of bedridden, not really bedridden, but I couldn't really do much.
2: Incapacitated.
1: Yeah. When I first had that the first surgery, I watched actually it wasn't even before the surgery. I watched. I binge watched the entire series of The Office. And wow it, it nine nine seasons. And um, that's a lot was, of episodes. Uh, it's great. And now it's on Comedy Central all the time. So now that I've seen the whole thing, I could just jump in and watch anywhere. And it's it's great. But based out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the show is John is in Puerto Rico. So he plays in a YouTube band in Puerto Rico. Pretty cool. Oh, he's on vacation. Never mind. He said he's on vacation. <laughs> Lucky him.
2: Hey, he plays in the ba- uh, band I was gonna say, Rico. like a YouTube band he's in Puerto like, Rico, really? Yeah, no, nah, man. I'm on vacation.
1: Yeah, so good He was he was quick to explain because he knew I was gonna assume that he was playing two.
2: Um
1: <clears throat> so what were we saying? Passing out on stage. Yeah, we're
2: talking about binge-watching The Office, which I have not, and you have, and there you have it. Yes. So why are you falling asleep at your gig? Improper it's, rest? It's
1: exhausting. It's it's exhausting being on my feet. And it was busy this weekend. Friday night, it was. we're supposed to play 7 to 12, and we get a break, a half-hour break, after two hours and 15 minutes. So we played at 915 half hour break playing 945 to midnight quarter to midnight manager comes up to Tracy and says, okay, can you guys keep playing? <laughs> can you play another set? Sure. Which would have us go to 1245. So, you know, you're kind of like, you know, you're playing You're what you know, you're aware of what time it is. You're kind of pacing yourself based on like, okay, it's going to be, we're done in a half hour. Blah, blah blah. And then you get hit with, Oh, you got to play another hour. And it's like that, and you're initial-
0: like, yeah. No, <laughs> oh, man, not at that yeah. point. Yeah,
1: no, that w- initial wave is like, oh, come on, man. You gotta, you guys, gotta step it up.
2: I think I gotta come down and give you guys a little pep talk.
1: You do, you, and you, 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 you must. Um, John, oh, his YouTube band is New Jersey based, and so is Tony Beiner here. Yes, I'm New Tony Jersey B.
2: based, too, John. So
1: I don't show our names enough. I gotta come show on our names. down. There's your name. Um, and New Jersey's well,
2: big, though, Steve. It could be North Jersey, it's really North not, Central Jersey, South Jersey. New Jersey's
1: know. a very small state. You're Get tiny. anywhere
2: inside of three or four hours. It's easy.
1: Mark is in Spokane, Washington, and I love Spokane. I have a couple friends That's up a there. That's further
2: drive than South Jersey, for
1: sure. That it is. I have a couple friends that live there and spent some time there, played in Spokane, too, a couple times. Good, Good part of the world, good people. In a beautiful area.
2: Is it Spokane or Spokane?
1: It's Spokane. Spokane? Spokane is silent, huh? Spokane. Spokane.
2: Like... Not Spokane. Sil- it's like, silent Spokane. words are best live unspoken.
1: <laughs> <laughs> John is clarifying further. John is going to, for the whole Asbury show... Asbury Park, there you go. He's going to, for the whole show, tell us oh, more about him. Stone Pony. He's going to... Uh, and, like, he's going to tell us his family ish, his histories and then uh, his... His musical preferences, how the band got recorded,
2: why he's on vacation now, what's he doing? Is he building sandcastles?
1: Sand, you are the king of sandcastles. Nobody can beat you on sandcastles. I castles. try. I yeah. definitely try. There's no try. You do. I got, I got a lot of practice. You do. Do you have like, them, you have them all like listed in a folder? Like, here's 2014, the, here's 2015. Yeah, they're,
2: they're not organized in that way, but I can go on the terabyte and find them.
1: That's Awesome. Marcus said, uh, great, great music scene. Surprisingly great music scene in Spokane. First gig is June 3rd and 4th. Excellent. Welcome back to
2: back the- to back. Yeah.
1: World of playing. Awesome. Um, uh, 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 all right. So Jerry kind of jumped a gun because I put it in the topic about tribute band. So I'm not going to show this comment. It's a long comment that will cover our faces. Um,
2: <laughs> well, we could definitely read that, but it's just not at this moment,
1: but Keith, uh, asks if you ever cross paths with the smithereens in new jersey and i know you didn't ask me that question but i will answer that i used to work at borders um in it was south southish jersey it was off, off somewhere off the park but i forget what town it was um but that singer used to come into that store the singer from the smithereens and i would never ever have recognized him because he's considerably older and he's a much bigger guy now but some people in the store actually knew him so he well, would thanks, come Steve,
2: in. but he was asking me, and- um, I wanted to so jump in because- sorry, I've answer. never met anyone from the smithereens, and because I, did, I, I didn't recognize them.
1: I knew that was going to be your answer. That's why I jumped again and answered it for
2: you. Hat, it, see, but you don't know that for sure, Steve. I did. I could have said, you know what? I was getting ice cream one time, and I turned around, and the whole band was sitting at the picnic table right there having ice cream. One right. guy had a black raspberry chocolate dipped. One guy had cu- tr- all kinds of colored sprinkles. One guy had a shake. I forget what the rest of them were. were you would not but,
1: know the Smithereens if you, you know if you bumped into them. You would not.
2: Probably not. But it's, unless, unless the, they all ha- a good story though, ice cream with the Smithereens. That's the next album, Steve. Right there, ice cream with the Smithereens.
1: That's, I like how that flows. It's good. It does it's good. Um, but unless they all had shirts that that said, "I am in the Smithereens." You would not know they were in the actually
2: scenario. the one guy had a shirt with, the, with an arrow on it pointing he said i'm with this guy who's in the smithereens but he didn't say <laughs> what the guy's name was so i couldn't tell you
1: <laughs> keith said the attention to detail is amazing
2: yes thank you very much you know so I so he, photogra- i have photographic memory <laughs> so that that's
1: why he asked you and not me <laughs>
2: correct because you were far less detailed Speaking. I was very detailed he he, about some he- heavy guy coming in it that you wouldn't recognize, but you th- thought he was in the smithereens because he maybe alluded to it or he was buying a book about the smithereens. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, necessarily right. mean that he's in it. You know, no, what I'm saying?
1: because people other people in the store knew him and they said he was not a very nice person, too, by the way. Well, that, that's unfortunate. I didn't have any bad experience with the guy also i didn't have any interaction with the guy either so i would just he saw him
2: berating you like i've been here five times for this book and it's <laughs> right. still not in i need to see the manager like, i am I the manager. manager i am the manager and he's like well let me give you a piece of my mind you're like good day sir next right I help you come on
1: right up front <clears throat> and then i would try to make a smithereens joke there and i don't i don't have one because what were their songs blood and roses was one of their big singles and what was the other one
2: you could be like, "Hey, aren't you in that band?"
1: Um, stained? stained. What was what was the other? Wait, stump the drummer. Yeah, I would
2: definitely it? be stumped because I haven't met Smithereens. Didn't really listen to Smithereens. Didn't even know they were from New Jersey, and probably couldn't name any songs by Smithereens.
1: Sorry. I just did. Blood and Roses was one of the, and the the, the other one was. Behind the wall of sleep, John jumped on it. He's got it right there. I was sleeping. Wasn't there another one? There must be three. Then I thought, but Blood and Roses was the cool one.
2: Johnny, Google Smithereen songs. Tell me what you come up with.
1: I got my guy working on it. All right. Um, yeah, that was up. my my brush with stardom.
2: <laughs> no, glycerine only rhymes with Smithereens. They didn't sing that song. Forget it, dude. He's not on it tonight. Sorry. Right,
1: that would be Bush. Yeah, I know. Great. You can't stump me. Oh, I'm sure you. we
2: can stump you, but we won't, Not a chance. we won't embarrass you tonight.
1: Not a chance. That's We have to try that at some point. We haven't tried that yet because it's always me trying to stump you. have do
2: stump the bass player.
1: Or bassist. Yeah, make a little theme.
2: I'll have Cole work something out. He's back <clears throat> from school now, so we can do all kinds of hijinks. So I'll get some sound effects going. Get
1: some hijinks going. I will. You know, right? Nicholas is doing math with his son in Western New York, and uh, um, that could be really fun, depending on how old your son is. If if, if your son is seven <laughs> and you're doing yeah. math, yeah, that's
2: fantastic. That's a blast. That's if a breeze. He's a junior in high school. You're probably struggling. Yeah.
1: you you probably want to get out of that situation and make sure yeah. that your son does it himself but I'm guessing that it's going to be a young person. If you're helping your kid do math, you, you, I didn't get any help when I was a kid doing math.
2: You know, it was funny, dude. I saw something on the internet where it was parents doing math with, with kids. And there was a, a triangular graph and it said, locate X coordinate on this graph. Right. And it was up and it was an X, you know, up here. And then on the bottom, there was a Y coordinate. So, on the document the X is circle with an arrow pointed to it saying yes X is that, right there's here. X. I found it.
1: Yeah. I've located X. Correct.
2: X marks the spot, you know, like trees. Right.
1: Uh, Nicholas said he's 10. And say hey to Leander, which I don't know what that means.
2: Hey Leander. I think his name is Leander.
1: Oh, that's Leander is his is his kid. Okay.
2: Yes. Not meander. Me, so we
1: he wanted us to do a shout out to his ten hey, year old son. Leander, what's happening? Good luck. Currently... With your man doing mad with this math with his pop and and be grateful Leander that your father is spending that time with you because it will help you when you're an adult and you don't feel like you were abandoned as a child right because
2: he but, could just easily give you a Texas instrument calculator and be like here's how it works plug these in you're good to go I gotta hit the go now gotta go practice. or just or the internet or the internet right Amazing thing, Uh, that internet, Steve. We had that when we were kids. Oh, boy. Oh,
1: boy. I'm so glad we did not. I'm glad we didn't have the internet. I'm glad we didn't have picture uh, phones that could take pictures or record videos. Because there's definitely a lot of stuff in my life that I'm glad there's no record of.
2: See, I think of it the opposite. Because we used to gig and bring a tripod with an old tape-driven camcorder to capture gigs, you know, to get live footage. And then, you know beaten feet, feet on the the path to greatness, handing out flyers and posting ads in the aquarium and having a mailing list. There was no other way to advertise. You know, you had, it was word of mouth and you had to like, you know, be in one of the papers that were advertising bands for those clubs in order to get people to go.
1: Right. Well, gigs are one thing. I'm just talking about record of other things that I did that. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. You know, that were not uh, things that I want a record of. I can completely deny it. I have plausible plausible deniability because there's no record. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would never, I never spent any time with her. Allegedly, I don't know what you're talking about. If you say so. <clears throat> um, but uh, you know, it's interesting that our generation has this this understanding of the difference of the before and after this. Technology boom that we had before the internet, yeah. before cell phones, before uh, smartphones. And I think how much that we, at least some people our age, really understand this is something to take advantage of. This is something to really utilize in our lives, in our careers. Like you're saying, like having gigs, like how difficult it was to get exposure back then. Um, I don't think enough of people our age do. Though I I would say people that are like ten to fifteen years younger than us are really the ones that kind of really get the difference because they still had you know uh you know cable and that was it no internet when growing up.
2: Sure. And, and when you when you were trying to book gigs, you had to call places and actually get someone on the phone, and you know yeah. give a press kit, and you know it was a whole rigmarole just to get up there to play. You know.
1: Yes but and it, it was good so, times
2: though i would tell you that there was camaraderie there was a lot of bands in the scene and you know it wasn't so vast that you didn't know you know there was like when we were playing the circuit so to speak there was only about a dozen bands that played all the same places that were always you know on the same venues
1: exactly and then four-track cassette recorders to make demos we've talked about that before
2: oh yeah yeah <clears throat>
1: um uh, but you know, we got it done. We we, we four track. We used the Taskam and and when Jeff and I were roommates, and we did just before we did the record, we just played demos and and recorded demos in our little apartment on that four track.
2: And think what a market that was for the four track. You know, you had all the accessories and you had the different types of four tracks. Now you get your iPhone with GarageBand on it, and you're <sighs> you're basically you know your hundred track recorder on your phone. I with, love with outstanding quality. You know, it's just amazing.
1: Uh, I love good really? garage band. I'm, I'm still recording, um, uh, themes for the, the daily videos. Yeah. And yeah. last night I did the drums and bass for Tuesday, tribute Tuesday. Huh? And I love garage band so much. It is. So, I, I, I hate that. I wait till like late at night to start it because then I like, I want to stay up all night and do this. Oh yeah. Um, no, but i um,
2: getting involved with early in the morning.
1: I'm such a great drummer in GarageBand, man. Putting, Placing those drums and doing a... I love it. I just did a... a you know, they're quick. They're 12, 13-second, 14-second long yeah. things. But... <clears throat> excuse me. I, I And I, I record with the Fender. Um, the Fender bass. It's a four-string. And it sounds so damn good, man. <laughs> and the headphones. and With the drums, I get get a real good kit. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, so far, that's all that is there for the track i didn't do any keys any anything else i just sent it to jeff to do guitars and vocals but as soon as he does guitars and vocals it's going to come together it's going to sound like almost like a song sweet Crazy. and it's so easy it's so i i, I can't kicking myself for not getting into GarageBand sooner than this
2: oh yeah it's it's like i said once you navigate and figure out how to work it it's it's so easy you know you could do a jingle in your car in five minutes
1: yeah well i don't have it on the phone i don't have an iphone either so
2: Oh, see that? Well, got to get it with the program here, Steve. Come on.
1: No, I mean, I just, on my computer is fine. On my Mac, I have an iMac, so Mm -hmm. that works. You know, of course, I have this huge studio behind me that isn't getting any use.
2: (sighs) All 64 tracks back there, and you're working on GarageBand.
1: I know. I don't know what I'm thinking. You know. But it's it's amazing how clean the studio stays and how consistent the lighting is and everything.
2: It really is. It's like the cleaning crew does an amazing job. Nothing's dusty. It looks like nothing's even out of place.
1: Listen, I would say the same for your studio there, too. It's it's always uh, very consistent with the lighting and where things are placed. And, and I have clean- it
2: all set up where it's just turn it on and go.
1: The cleanliness of it, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's all good. I mean, everything stays set up. I don't break any of these drums down, you know. So, right. so I have my own gig kit as a separate entity. So everything that's here, it's up and mic'd and, you know, ready to go, can stay that way. Right. You know, because n- nothing better than just walking in, Steve's turning on, you know, the power, hitting your Logic Pro, record, sit down and just play. Not, oh, I have to go get the microphone. I raped off the kit to take to the gig and I have to get the boom arm and the other symbol and, you know, none of that. So. Perfect that's yeah, a huge milestone. You set to strip down and take stuff out on the road and get home and set it up for the weekend to jam and play. When you get back over the course of the week, then break it all down again and pack it up for the weekend. And no moss brother, no moss.
1: Right. Um, so I put in the description about tribute bands, cause uh, I don't know if you know, you're aware it's the fourth anniversary of Chris Cornell's passing today.
2: Yeah. Hard to believe four yeah, years.
1: Yeah, I know. Right. And I did, uh, today was tribute Tuesday uh for my daily video thing so I did a thing on tribute bands for Cornell like audio slave and town garden yep temple of the dog um temple of the dog and
2: uh are there a lot of tribute bands out there yes you know Chris Cornell based I mean like for that is there anybody covering the, that temple of the dog and and audio slave and th- things like that
1: yeah yeah I I, I wrote an article I should have linked it in here too but it's uh, it was posted today on the page, and it's on the Curve Band Central website. Uh, um, five different cover videos that I found of Chris Cornell songs, and three of the five were tribute bands. They were either Soundgarden tribute band or like Soundgarden slash Audio Slave tribute band. Okay. Yeah. And then I went and did a search, a Google search for Soundgarden tribute bands, Audio Slave tribute bands, and I found a bunch. Um, I didn't really dig deep into those, but the ones that are in the article I wrote are real good. They're you know. And it's all about the vocals, obviously. it's
2: Sure, they've got to they be able to sound like them.
1: And that's not easy. Chris Cornell was, you know, he's one of a kind. So, I mean, I put him in the description, and we've talked about it a lot. We don't have to belabor the whole point unless people want to chime in. But just the importance of tribute bands going forward as we lose our icons, as these musicians get older, too old to play, too old to tour. The music still will live on, and it has to live on, and it has to be performed live still. So what better than a tribute band to do that, I say? Uh,
2: good tribute bands, you know, that are really authentic, yeah. you know? Because I've seen a lot of cover bands cover a lot of different songs, you know, and sometimes they do really good versions of certain songs. But if you're a tribute band, like we've talked about, I really feel that you should be truly authentic to it. You should look, you know, look the part, sound the part use the same type of instruments, you know, same amount of drums, like make it so that, you know, it's authentic.
1: And somebody asked that question today about Cornell. So how would you think that it's supposed to look as far as a Chris Cornell tribute band or Soundgarden tribute band? Cause the, I mean, the only thing I could think of is you go for like a grunge look.
2: Yeah, well, certainly the guy out front who's playing the Chris Cornell part would either have to go the long-haired version of Chris Cornell or the short-haired version. You know? You'd go either way. Yeah, that's you know, the beauty and, of that. Um So if you're a more clean-cut guy, you can still pull it off, you know, yeah. as long as you ha- have a lanky kind of build like that, you know. And I'm sure there's doppelgangers out there that, that look like him more than others, you know. But I think sound-wise would be just as important if not more important than the visual you know i think it's great, more important. but if it doesn't sound good yeah. you're not going to be interested you know they could kind of look the part but if they sound killer and it really is authentic you're going to be you're going to be totally digging that you know yeah i
1: think 100%. the sound the sound is way more important than the than the, the look yep. because you could you could sell it as audio you, you could know, with somebody selling you know right. with some, somebody sounding but but i mean again that's a tall order to sound like chris cornell
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a tool to do any of these tribute bands. Like I just saw uh, something with a Dave Matthews tribute band and I hadn't seen that before, you know? So I think that's a a pretty, you know, huge undertaking and, and a true feat of musicianship to be able to pull it off to have a band with that many people in it and to be able to cover the Dave and the Carter Beaufort parts, you know, for the drums. Right. You know, that's, that's super, um, You know their interaction. They've been together for twenty-seven years, I think, the two of them. Right. You know, from the very beginning, so they're like a lock. You know.
1: And the violin too. That. um... Yeah.
2: And thousands of shows with the band, and you can hear it when you hear. You know, the guy's serious in the car now. So I'll hear some Dave Matthews Band radio, and I when I'm, you know, perusing through, and you can just hear how evolved they've become over the course of their career you know like they were a killer back in the 90s you know but now they're just as killer but you can hear more nuances and the horn guys have rearranged their parts a little bit you know and it's more freewheeling and dave always sounds the same and plays the same parts and he's so talented you know but the band really is a, a, a powerhouse band he's got really good musicians oh yeah
1: i've seen him live a, a bunch of times and they Dave Matthews Band could not could go the rest of their whole careers without putting out any new material and still kill it yeah. for the rest oh, of yeah. their careers because they're kind of the, like that those road dogs touring bands the jam bands that can go out like the Allman Brothers Band was and um, mm-hmm. uh, where they can go out and and they have a, enough of a catalog where they can just still go out and play shows forever as long as they can so that's the the thing with the uh, tribute band is if the original band is still out there playing. Then,
2: Well, you know what was amazing too was know. like they have now, like during COVID last year, Dave was doing from home, like a by request, just okay. him. So there's a bunch of just Dave taking requests like, hey, I'm Steve, I'd like to hear blah, blah, blah song. And, you know, for this reason. So he dedicates it to whoever requested it. And then he plays it, you know, in its entirety by himself. And it's just, you know, he's such a talented guy. He can carry, he can pull it off, you know, as a one man
1: band. Oh, yeah. Well, it's his name. It's his band. For
2: sure. No doubt, you know, but he's always on, you know what I mean? Like he's just always, he doesn't struggle to hit any of the parts and it just it just seems to come so natural to him, you know, to be mm-hmm. able to play, like you said, hundreds of songs. You know, how do you remember all those parts to all those songs?
1: Uh, you just do One song at a time.
2: Attention to detail, Steve.
1: I was given a whole list of songs to learn. I'm going to even tell you some of them. This week, and I'm excited about it because we're playing a lot, and I really like learning new material. It freshens everything else up. Oh, yeah. Um, And these are fun ones to play, especially for a bass player. Here we go. Car Wash.
2: Uh
1: Uh-huh. Break My Heart by Dua Lipa. And that's not so much a great bass song, but it's a a modern hit, and it's fun. fun. Disco Inferno. Come on. Mm -hmm. Uh, She works hard for the money, Donna Summer. And I've already learned that. And that's a moving baseline, man. That thing doesn't oh, yeah. stop. Yeah. It's like Billy Jean.
2: I wonder why you're so tired two sets in.
1: That's right. I love the nightlife. cars. Um, no, it's uh Yvonne Elman Elman. I love the nightlife. I got the boogie. You don't remember that one? No. Okay. And uh December sixty three. Frankie Frankie
2: uh oh sure played uh, that tons of times
1: and Conga by Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine. Uh-huh. So
2: a lot of horns in that.
1: Yeah, we have a keyboard player. This guy, his name's Tillis, and he is fantastic, man. Oh.
2: Not trying to push you down the stairs.
1: And you're right. <laughs>
2: That's a plus right at the top. You're going to have to
1: go back to episode 133 to know. What
2: yeah, I'm to understand what that's all about. But yeah, watch out for those keyboard players walking behind you try to push you down the stairs. Never Ooh. good, especially if you're a drummer. Man, that just doesn't happen to drummers. Bass players probably, but it doesn't happen to drummers.
1: Right, but uh, he is great. I, I have such a, an awesome vantage point on this stage at Famous Door because I'm I'm back um, almost adjacent with the drummer. The drummer, drummer is a little bit further back. But, um, and
2: have you had the same guy drumming consistently?
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. same drummer. He's great. Rock solid. But um, it's not Brent. No. Well, Brent's going to be with us this weekend on Saturday. Hmm. Um, But no, it's this guy, Mike Sellers. And, he, and he's rock solid. He's consistent as hell. I barely think about him the whole time, which is perfect. Um, But I, I my vantage point is I'm behind the keyboard player, so I get to watch the keyboard player play. And I love keyboards. I love piano. I can play a little bit, but I'm not nearly as good as any of these cats that come and play with us. And I love watching them. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm taking a piano lesson while I'm playing bass on stage, watching because this guy is freaking good, man. He's like I'm I'm watching. I'm like, how the hell is he making all that great sound out of just those notes? Of course, he's
2: good, Steve. He plays on Bourbon Street. Come on, this isn't you know well Gong Show.
1: <laughs> sometimes it's sometimes is the gun show. <laughs> um so yeah so i have to learn all those new songs which is great i love it um and i just got a, a tablet did i tell you about that already
2: you did <laughs> we talked about the um
1: the on stage
2: remote once you got it
1: reading right yes i have not gotten that yet
2: right so we can't talk about that or promote it because we don't know if it's good
1: not yet i think it's going to be good
2: but I can tell you already, the shipping's very disappointing, because I think it's two episodes ago. We've been waiting on this thing now, and, you know, I don't know. No, just one episode. Seems like um, if they were really excited about using it, they would have got it to, like overnighted it to you.
1: I know, right? Express mail. Federal express.
2: All these places are scams, man. They all try to do shipping, and tell you stuff i bought something the other day for work and it was like oh it's 23 dollars to ship like 50 dollars worth of stuff because it has to come fedex ground and i'd put the tracking in and it's like yeah coming from florida like U- united states postal system like big scam there dude 23 bucks for what you're not getting it overnight or anything it's coming by regular mail
1: right you know yes gotta be watch out for those scammer peoples total scammers <clears> the <throat>
2: Shipping scams. Watch out for.
1: Them. Um, so I don't know how I went off on this tangent of, of things, and we now we're talking about shipping scams. Okay,
2: so we're back, let's rewind it. <laughs> back to what you're <laughs> talking Trib- about. Bands? Trib- tribute no, bands. No, you're talking about um being on stage watching the keyboard player, how exciting it was. I know. I wanted band. to go back,
1: keep going. Yes. Back back to tribute. Back, Chris-
2: back to tributes. Okay, so let's go all the way back then to tribute bands. Yes, Chris Cornell, tribute band, sound garden. Right. Look, sound, very important. What is, I uh, where's the comments you had a novel before you said you were going to post bring something up to oh yeah okay wait, let's
1: go back to that from um
2: mike spiro from his puerto rican vantage point
1: that is cor- incorrect on all accounts oh. uh, uh, no i'm not showing this comment it's not it's not a very positive comment it's not that it's it's not negative towards me it's just negative in general it's like yeah well we don't
2: we don't you know we don't want to this is the wisdom hour this is not this is all about positivity and wisdom and good things and vibes and helping each other and supporting each other not knocking each other
1: down right it's not the bitching hour
2: that's right (laughs) the bitchdom hour
1: (laughs) that's right like bitching rides that's right (laughs)
2: Bitching time here
1: so anyway um i really like doing the tribute tuesday thing and uh it's it's cool to focus on this i think i'm going to i'm not going to talk about it here but i'll tell you off off air but But
2: will um, next tuesday be the tribute tuesday debut with the theme song and everything
1: maybe because i did do the bass and drums for it and i have sent it off to my other my counterpart to do the guitar and your
2: vocals. associate colleague
1: my colleague my colleague i like word. i have a colleague you do that makes me feel like an adult yes yeah it's my colleague his
2: uh... my colleague over here yes you guys are colleagues well you're associates not really colleagues
1: right it's associate different. is not that that's yeah you want to be a colleague um
0: colleague
2: is more like you know palsy like hey this is my colleague my pal you know associate is like this is my associate i work with it's very professional and snooty
1: sounding yeah well colleague comes with some prestige you know it it makes you feel yes you know prestigious it's made you feel prestigious
2: (laughs) (laughs) from the Latin word collegius
1: right um so you I have sent it off. I have sent it off to him and I I am confident that he will do some tracks before next Tuesday. So I will say, yes, I will have a theme for next Tuesday.
2: Confident that your colleague will be composing tracks that are Correct. your success.
1: Correct. And then tonight I'm going to work because it's Wednesday, Wednesday tomorrow. Tonight I'm going to work on the, I have Wednesday and Thursdays theme left to do. So I'm going to work on Wednesdays tonight. And then tomorrow I work on Thursdays and send them off, all, all off to my colleague in Los Angeles. And uh, then maybe hopefully have them all done by next week. So
2: you got bookends. You got Mondays and Fridays right now. You're missing the middle section. That is correct. Okay.
1: And it feels weird to start a little show without a theme.
2: Hey, listen, it's, is- a, you know, it's a strong start to the week and a strong finish. What happens in between exactly. is you know, work in progress. It'll happen. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's all good, Steve. Yes. I commend uh, you for your efforts, Steve. This is an undertaking that is extremely important.
1: Yes. I wonder if there's a major delay here because Daly said, <clears throat> just put this comment up. For me, if you look exact but can't pull off the tunes, I will leave and have done so. Ooh. Daly being bold there. I'll walk out if you don't sound good.
2: Daly looks kind of young to be going to tribute band shows, okay? Just saying.
1: He does. <laughs> He's like, that's Taylor's daughter. I've left
2: and I'll do it again. <laughs> like, but I would agree with him. If you go, it's, it's even like video. If you see a YouTube video and it's got like 4K great production and the sound is horrible, you're not going to watch it for more than 10 or 15 seconds. You know what I mean? If that,
1: that's a right? long time. Because
2: you could have, you know, a crappy, shaky video, but have killer sound and you would be more mm. apt to, to at least maybe listen to it for 30 seconds
1: instead of 10, you know? Generally, if you have crappy, shaky video, you don't have good sound.
2: Generally. No, but anything's possible. Maybe they had a Ethernet cable problem and they were frozen, but the sound was not.
1: I don't know what that's like. You
2: know, I don't know either, but I've heard it's kind of whew, it's definitely rough. It happens. It does, you know, and we've, you know, you can live to tell that you how you endured the, I can't even the trial it. and tribulation of such, but, you know allegedly i've heard of such things happening
1: i was trying to freeze just like
2: well it's kind of like and you're like this, i can't even like, do it though i can't not and, and, move. you like this and the sound of the keys coming out and all of a sudden it was in your back you know <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's like you just don't know if you're frozen or not
1: yeah is everybody following this
2: they should be and if you're not get catch up kids all right we're not slowing it down
1: yes um, so what, what else is exciting? I, uh, oh, today was my last day of physical therapy. I am done now. Now you are done. You are hundred
2: percent healed, ready for action.
1: I am not hundred percent healed, but I am, I have been officially discharged from the doctor and from the therapist.
2: Okay. Office. But you're healed enough to be able to perform at the level which you need to.
1: I have been. Yes. Yes. I have been for a while. So. It's just you know, those I I can't make it straight. I can't make my arm all the way straight. That's basically it.
2: Well, luckily you're not bowling or sh- you know, right? Shot, shot putting or something that would require shot that. From <laughs> but at least you are.
1: <laughs> you know, I used to be a professional shot putter but...
2: before my tragic elbow syndrome. Grace. Now your shot putting has come to a screeching halt. Right.
1: And Daley said, "No, no more hoverboards for you."
2: Yeah, see, he's 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 tainted. no kidding. He's I'm
1: not. I'm not even. I wouldn't get on a skateboard. I I, I barely. I don't even know if we will get on a bicycle at this point. I'm afraid walking sometimes. If I if like I'm just walking very gingerly. If the <laughs> grass is wet, I'm like I don't. I'm. I don't want to see fall.
2: In, an, in an office chair, like wheeling himself down the street with the base get, <laughs> rig out of your car. Like it kind of a chair so you can get to the gig, you know, and then you roll up and you're like, I'm here. It's I'm using chair, my man.
1: I'm, I, I'm a wheeled office chair and I, I, I'm using my base as an, oar.
2: yes, like, I can't be, you know, the take any chances here. I must definitely be uh, very, very, very careful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, you get older, your bones start to get brittle or brittle. I don't More,
2: br- more brittle yeah.
1: Which is not or and just everything starts. The everything starts to break down. It's it's starting. So, so I have a mission now, though. Now that I'm done with physical therapy, is my mission is to get back to the gym. Yes. Start work off the. Uh,
2: that will help with your stamina on stage for the fifteen thousand sets exactly. you requested to play.
1: Exactly, it will help um, that, and it will help my recovery still. Continuing recovery as much as I can do with the arm, and help me get rid of some of these quarantine pounds.
2: So at quarter to twelve, when the guy's like, "Hey man, can you play another set?" You're like, "Not
1: only we play another set, we'll play two more
2: sets." All right, bring it on, baby! Three, four, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Okay, I'll take that as a yes then." What do you got going on over there? Like I don't know. Like license, registration, insurance card. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like whoa! Give me a suntan with that thing, man. Settle down.
1: I don't know. There's ghosts in the in the that's studio. The
2: stage left. That's like you know you got that the lighting guy Pete. Pete, settle down with the light over there, please. Thanks. We talked about this.
1: Sorry, Pete's you know, up there in New Jersey. He's not down here helping know. me.
2: I don't know, whoever your lighting guy is, straighten him out. I had to fire him. And that's why you're having these glitchy problems. You don't think on the way out the door he sabotaged stuff or he talked to Chris and he was like, dude, when I'm gone, I need you to mess up some lighting for Steve if you're really my friend. So now you have to get rid of Chris too.
1: All right. Uh, Let me me jot that down.
2: I'll remind you after the show. Don't worry. We'll have a little powwow about it. But it's
1: amazing that the lights behind me, never a problem.
2: No, not at all.
1: Never. They, they they are super consistent. I do turn them off at night, you know. But, yeah, but it's a you
2: separate know. maintenance crew that operates the studio, cleaning people and electricians and you know, they cabling it. crew, yeah. people that you have there.
1: They do an excellent job, especially Different. this. This this little lantern behind me. It's it's yes. actually you know. Yeah. That's a, the, the candle gets replaced with a brand new one every day. So it okay. looks exactly the same all the time. I don't want it to ever look different. This candle, this other candle, though, if you could see right there, that's oh, yeah. a that's the one that, oh, yeah. that I I I bring in and I
2: like it. Looks it. like you almost burnt your hand on that candle.
1: It's a little bit far back for me, but I you know I
2: okay. It so I check just out. checking to get just that, your you know.
1: It's in glass. You I can't, can't be I burning
2: won't. your fingers, man. You can't play. And then the guy's like, "Hey, can you play an extra set?" And you're like, oh, "I would, but I have like burns on my hand."
1: I would never do that.
2: No, I hope not.
1: I've never taken off of work for an injury or sickness, off of playing, I should say. Work, yeah, like jobs, sure, but playing, <laughs> but
2: not playing. Come on, now. I never day. have
1: in in eleven years here. I've never t- called out sick. I've missed gigs because eleven of...
2: years with no missed days.
1: Yes, I know. I, I have missed days, but not because of being sick. In this day, is because of being stuck out of town uh, or other people's sicknesses, like my mom. Uh, okay. When my mom was sick, right. um So I, 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 I'm sticking to that. Every time I feel too tired on Sunday, and I feel like I don't want to go in tonight, like ah, uh, I think no, I'll break my record. I can't, I can't you do know, it. Like-
2: I'm a super trooper of the scene. I got to
1: represent. I got to represent. I got to stick it out and think how much better I'll feel tomorrow if I go in and I play tonight.
2: Yeah, because you don't want people saying like, oh, what are you pulling, a Steve? <laughs> Be like, uh, only if it involves greatness and being on time and not missing gigs, then, uh yeah, I guess I am pulling Steve.
1: Steve. I'm on time. I'm not only on time all the time. I'm early. I'm almost always the first one there, which that's I recommendable
2: love. Because that's the drummer's motto: first in and last out.
1: Right. I love it though. I love being getting set up early, getting my sound check done, and then just relaxing. Go get a slice of pizza. Go people watch. You know, get yep. get, and that is when I had real jobs real jobs. When I had jobs where I had to report somewhere, you know, jobs that weren't a musician yeah. for, I, which I had many of them Gainful in, my, employment in my life. Call right. I was, I was notoriously late. I was late all the time. I just, I hated, I guess I hated my job and, and I would snooze in the morning, snooze, snooze, snooze. snooze and.
2: Well, you know what happens I if you're in late. a band and everyone commits to getting there an hour, you know, and a half before showtime, and you always have one band member that's rolling up, you know, late. It's just inconsiderate. It just shows you that they don't care. And they think that they're more important than a couple all kinds of excuses, why they couldn't be there on time. And it's just, you know, it's a joke,
1: you mm-hmm. know, don't sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes new Orleans. So it's you're at the mercy of that city sometimes. Cause there's construction everywhere all the time. There's tr- major traffic when you don't necessarily expect it. I leave, an hour and a, about an hour and a half before we, where we have to start from. So imagine if they had news
2: highway. or an app or even a way that you could see when there was road work um, going on, you know what I mean? Like that would really solve a lot of problems. Or if there was a way like you could, you know, if someone could somehow tell what the weather's going to be, you know, like, <laughs> if, if, I mean, these are great ideas, Steve. I mean, I could think of a bunch of them, how we could mitigate the, the lateness problem, but you know, technology just needs to catch up with, with the human race and then we'll be all set.
1: Listen, what I'm saying is I I left at 530 or I'm going to say 540 on Saturday to get in. I think it was Saturday. One of the days this past weekend to get into work and I hit traffic every single place. It took me more than a half hour to get to the bridge, which normally takes me five minutes. Like, And there was no visible re- there was no discernible reason for all the traffic to get to the bridge like once i got to the bridge it was like i figure i see something somewhere no it was just i don't even know and then I get in the quarter and there's so much traffic in the quarter, and the street is blocked off that wasn't blocked off before it took me and you know mission I, yeah, and I I got to the club like 15 minutes before we had to start.
2: Well, which, at least you were early. You're still early.
1: It was still enough time to get, but everybody else was already there. And, you know, like, and I walk in and they're like, hey.
2: fucking Like, what happened, Steve? forgot to set your alarm? And you're like, dude, there was traffic. The train no, I had didn't. a flat. My, you know.
1: My, my, uh, my car hit a water buffalo. Yes,
2: there was a herd of gazelle that I stopped um, to take pictures of. Sorry, but that's why, leave,
1: but... that's why I always leave early. Because nothing stresses me out more than than driving in the city and hitting traffic and then not being able to find parking. And oh, I can't Well, even if you it. got to
2: the gig an hour early and you had time to kill, you're still there. Like you said, you're set up. You could have a drink. You could, you know, you could walk around Bourbon Street instead of stressing. You know, counting the minutes to like, oh man, I'm I'm not going to make it.
1: Yes, that is why I go early now all the time, and uh, it's way better that way.
2: Early's is always good, man. You know, I'm a big advocate of early, you know? You are. Because it sets the whole stage for the rest of the experience, you know? That is true. Because if you're rushing and you're stressed and you're trying to get set up and you're rushing to the last second and you're scrambling and you're setting up and then you're plugging in, it's like you you just get your stuff up and your volume's on and the guy's like, okay, you're good, and then you got to play, you know, it, it takes a couple tunes maybe to settle in to get out of that frenzy mode, you know? Unless you're starting with, like, a Donna Summer song, which is already upbeat, then you'd be, like, right on it because you're already, you know, jacked up from the ride.
1: Yeah, that sounds – just you even describing that situation stressed me out.
2: (laughs) Exactly, see? As opposed to you getting in your car, you got, like, two hours till the gig, you're rolling up, you hit traffic, you're like, I got, like, a 45-minute buffer. I'm not even worried about this traffic, you know?
1: right. And that's how I felt most of that day this weekend. I, yeah, you know, like, I'm sitting in traffic clock. and I'm like, looking at the clock, like, I still have plenty of time. It's all right. I still have plenty of time, but it's just still, it, it makes you feel so helpless when you're just stuck on a one way street, and there's cars in front of you and you're not moving and There's cars behind you. And you just have to like,
2: why well, are my buddy's wedding like 20 years ago? And he had a DJ, which was a friend of ours, where it was recommended great super guy, you know, out of Connecticut. And there was some kind of like four car pile up with a fire on the Tappan Zee Bridge, and they closed the bridge. Oh! And for like two and a half hours, he was trapped on the bridge, <laughs> and never got you know didn't did you know didn't make it to the wedding. And I remember he walked into. um there was some kind of event going on like a VFW across the street and we went and summoned up the bagpipe player and we had a bagpipe guy come in and play like bagpipes <laughs> for their wedding procession. Yeah, because there was no music dude. This is 20 years ago. What bagpipes is no, worse than no... silence.
1: What? Bagpipes bagpipes
2: it, yes it was he needed it's music. Wor- that,
1: that's worse the worse than the silence
2: he needed music and then they found a local guy dj who pinch hit and jumped in there and got up and running and then like an hour later you know the regular guy showed up and he was like you know i'm really sorry i don't know what to tell you like we left you know it's an hour and a half ride we left three hours to get here and we sat on the bridge for two and a half of the three hours and then took another hour and a half to get there. So just you know, an unfortunate, unforeseen incident where the the guy really had no control over, exactly. You know what he could do. He was trapped. He was already on the bridge. You know, maybe like you know, a hundred yards from the accident. Traffic both ways, front back. You know, you're stuck. You're putting in park and hanging out.
1: And which bridge did you say? Tap and Z. Tap and Z. That's the one that goes from like to to
2: takes you over into like tarrytown new york right right Westchester right. area you know it's north of the george washington bridge
1: that's a nice bridge yeah i like that bridge it's a very long bridge but the water it's no this... longer
2: the tappan zee bridge it's now the governor uh cuomo bridge They redid it i'm eight
1: still lane. calling like it tappan Zee.
2: eight lanes wide i still call it tappan zee too but it's it's way better than the old tappan zee bridge
1: it's a long bridge though it's a nice view of the water on both sides
2: yeah it's killer I,
1: I used to drive to Tappan a lot. I used to drive
2: every day for work.
1: Hmm, I did actually last time I was there. And by the way, I, I had this conversation with, uh, I might come up again in, to Jersey this fall.
2: Yeah. July wisdom hour.
1: Yes. Because it was it was two years ago I came up. I had a great time. I got to hang out with you. Yep. Got to go to Jersey jam with some friends. Got to go to the shore. Got to go to a Giants game. So I'm um, looking to do that possibly again this year. And then I was talking to another friend of mine who's a Giants fan and talking him into coming down here in the beginning beginning of October because there's a a Saints-Giants game at the Superdome. Mm -hmm. And October in New Orleans is so much fun. So I think he's going to come down. And you should do too. You should plan a, a trip just like you.
2: An October trip to come down?
1: Any well, visit. anytime, just anytime that's convenient for you. Okay. October is a great time here. What, what when when you were here the one that last time? What when was it? What time of year?
2: It was actually right before Christmas. I think it was like November when we went down.
1: Was it November? Okay.
2: Yeah, October or November.
1: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's a good time it, of year it here. May
2: been like later November, like just before Thanksgiving. Or it might have been it was definitely either November or December now that I think about it. It wasn't October. It was after that.
1: Okay.
2: You know, I don't but, recall, but it was cold when we left up here, you know.
1: Okay. But it's a, um you know, if you get I would uh, love to
2: come down, Steve, and come jam with you at the famous door.
1: Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Small window.
2: Okay, yeah. No, it's a pretty big window in that place behind the drums. You can see everything. It is a pretty, it is a big window. It's a, it's a
1: picture window. Even. Very
2: picturesque, but yes, definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, And anybody else watching this, listening to us, come to New Orleans. If you're a musician and you want to come have some fun, come. Daly knows he was here. Yeah, it's a and good then time, he, man. And then he left. And yeah. he probably is happy that he left. But he had a good time. He, he can't here.
2: stay forever, Steve. He's only there visiting, you know?
1: Exactly. But Daly, he was here playing drums with us for cool. This is this is a while ago, yeah, eight, eight, nine years ago.
2: Wow. Well, it's probably five since I was there,
1: right? But I encourage anybody that's a musician to come to New Orleans and experience the music scene. It is pretty wild,
2: it is uh, unlike any other place, you
1: know. And Daly said he'll come back for a bit. A bit. Yeah. we don't need a drummer right now, though, Daley. So, but if you want to come and hang out and jam,
2: play tambourine,
1: you're more than welcome. Play tambourine. always
2: need tambourine players, Steve. Come on, percussion, maracas, kungas, kungas. No, bongos, gym need teacher that. whistle, whatever it we, takes, man.
1: We have keyboard players for that
2: fake stuff.
1: Nobody knows the difference. Just like the studio. I mean. Oh boy. hmm And of Duping course the
2: audience. Cowbells. There you go. Gary's on it. Cowbell. Always room for more cowbells, Steve.
1: Yes. That's a whole different thing, cowbells.
2: Well oh, I was gonna say my fake background behind me here.
1: Let's play some here. fake As play so. some fake cowbells. I see. You can't see in the in the frame what you were hitting.
2: I have many things to hit.
1: Yeah, but I, you can't. I'm su- I'm just saying you can't see it. Can that see I can those. see. You can see
2: those. I can you see can those. See these.
1: Nope, can't see those. I can see that one. Okay, so you can see one. Daley's going to sing that. Backup.
2: backups. I like that.
1: Backup singers are great as long as you wear a skirt, Daly. You'll you'll look fantastic, and make sure you shave your legs.
2: Could be a kilt. Maybe you could bring bad pipes with him. A kilt? Perfect. That's right. He'd be Perfect. kilting it.
1: Uh. <laughs> um all right. So as we uh wrap, what's we uh...
2: wind down the wisdom, Steve? Yeah. I would almost say I feel like you a little worn down from all the wisdom. But I'm really not. I'm excited for the wisdom and I'm ready for another hour if you're up for it. No. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Nope. It's like the club owner. Hey, man, can you do another hour of wisdom? Absolutely, we can. Are you ready for it? I don't think you're prepared for it. You know what? You better prepare for it, and next week maybe we'll think about doing it because you're just not ready for another hour of wisdom, not at this level. Right. You know, you and, get the first and, hour is only the warm-up hour.
1: And you got to pay us double, whoever you are that's paying us.
2: It, you know, it's on sale tonight for five Time and a half. Time and a half? Yes.
1: It's a thousand.
2: It's on sale for five hundred.
1: Yes, each we, we we that's been working. the the, the free bird is normally five hundred. It's on sale for a hundred dollars. It's working almost every time.
2: I'm sure it is because you know that's a bargain.
1: It is when people hear hear sale
2: eighty percent off, man. How, how could you not do that?
1: Especially for free bird. It is a fun song to play. I can't deny
2: it. Do they come up and say, "But isn't Freebird free bird free"? Isn't that the whole premise? It's free.
1: And then free, they. Free, 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 then free. they do the. Here's your free bird.
2: Free, 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 free. Like TurboTax.
1: No. Oh, we can't
2: say things like that. We're not getting revenue no. from that, so we can't say anything
1: like that. Now I got to reach out to them and get some money.
2: Maybe they'll send you some free money as a sample. <laughs> free money <plane> as a sample. <laughs> yeah, try it out. See if you like it. You can promote it on the show. Money's good. I got some extra cash that I was given, and uh, I gotta say thank you. I spent it. It's, it was very enjoyable, and I recommend anyone to go out and buy
1: some. Yeah. Did you know you could get anything when you have it?
2: Yeah. It's amazing. Money gets a lot of, you know, people look take notice when you pull it out.
1: You can get food and clothes and stuff. Free birds. Free birds. The band will play Freebird for They're you. Not free we we did have a guy this weekend who kept giving us $100 bills, and I don't remember what it was for. It wasn't Freebird. Uh, but he would come up and at one point, like sometimes you have people in the crowd here that will take a dollar bill and they crush it and they throw it up, you know, on a yeah. stage. This guy did it with a $100 bill. He like crushed it and because he was trying to get Tracy's attention and she she didn't see him. And he, I'm looking at they him. He threw it at her? No, I'm looking at him. And he like, he takes it and he crushes it and he throws it towards me. And it lands like sort sort of near my feet. And I didn't know until I looked down like, huh, it's a $100 bill. He just crushed it through up here
2: just for the hell of it. Cause he felt like throwing it on the stage or did he, he ask for something?
1: And He didn't ask for something at that point, but, uh, he had made a couple of requests, but during the course of the night, he, he gave us buy, he's like, I'm
2: outta here. During
1: Thanks. the course of the night, he gave us like three or $400. So it's like
2: Joe owner,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> whatever you need, hook you up. Oh boy. Money's no object. That's a, see, that's a
1: reference that only diehard Wisdom Hour fans will understand.
2: Correct. Go back to episode seven, I think, for the complete story.
1: There are a few, though. There are people that binge watch slash listen to this yeah. silliness that we do every week.
2: 138 episodes later. Right. What's 138 hours between friends, Steve? It's You're gaining wisdom, man. I mean, come on. Exactly. You can't put the price on that. I guess. Come on.
1: 'm no guessing get, there well I guess Al- you are
2: calculated delivery of information
1: you know where there also is wisdom coverbandcentral.com you can go sign up there for a profile for you your band or both it is free also if you're just in the industry or even if you're a music fan you can sign up for a profile it's it's going to be the newest thing the best newest thing it's new but it's eventually you're going to be like I was there before you know like everybody knew about it you're gonna, you, and that's what you, you want. You
2: can be like, I was there when it was still only hundreds of thousands of people, not exactly. yet millions.
1: Exactly. Um,
2: and then you, you get a free hat.
1: Okay. <laughs> this is the last one. This one is so dirty too. Look at look at how dirty <laughs> this hat is. I no, need to seriously
2: the cover band central hat. It's not a wisdom hour hat. We need like wisdom hour hat, man. The we bitch. do.
1: I'm gonna get on that. You get get your your people on that. I'll get my people on that.
2: Billy, wisdom hats. Write it down. He's on it.
1: These are our names. I'm Steve Wichel That's Tony Biner. We do this every week on Tuesdays. And uh, thank you all for watching. And be good to each other. Be good to yourselves. Always love yourself. Love yourself. Talk um, positive
2: things over your life.
1: Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week.
0: You're my teacher.